Wait a minute, dude. Look at the calendar. Wait, what day is it? Oh, let me look. Oh, we fucking missed it. Oh, shit. <laughs> we <laughs> missed it. it one day, man. It was uh, yesterday. Welcome to the 421 Minnesota, I yes. guess. Welcome to 421. The story of 421. Uh, welcome to Bunny Ears. This is a Minnesota in the tradition of Passover and Easter. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those were other Minnesotas we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Matt Cohen, joined by. I am joined by uh, Pokemon Culkin. You were joined by Pokemon Culkin? Yes, there are I three am. people here today. Yes. Uh, it's like when Mac was walking in the sand, there was always another set of footprints, and it was Pokemon Culkin it the whole time. Pokemon Culkin the uh, whole uh, time. Mac is not stoned right now. I am. He should be. Yeah, you know what? Give me some of that. Give me All some right, of that. Deal. Uh, Mac, are you, let's get straight into it. Are you, I am clearly a pot smoker because I talk about it every five seconds of every day. Uh, have you ever been a weed guy other than the fact that you're about to take a hit out of this bubbler? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a huge weed guy actually back in the day. What, 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 what age are we talking? We're going to we'll let Matt vamp. You can hear it. Happy 420 bros. Okay. I'm doing that. When did this you first, happening. when did you first smoke weed, Mac? <laughs> how, how old were you? Um, I was, uh, <coughs> 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 uh, I was like 14 or 15. Okay. Yeah, that's about the eight. That's me too. Yeah. And uh, I really, really wanted to. And my older brother uh, kept on saying, goes like, no, like, don't smoke weed until you smoke weed with me. Okay. And I waited like a whole year. And then with finally, him, he finally would smoke and weed then it, with you? Then it wasn't a big deal. Sure. Like, you know, yeah. Then finally I smoked weed with him. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, were, were other friends of yours already smoking? Yeah. At no, that age? All of my friends were. I went through a similar thing where like goose, <laughs> igu, Iggy, goose, yeah, goose, igu, the lunatic, uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. All, all the guys, those real people, brand one, yes, no, <laughs> goose and igu are real people, yes, those are real, awesome, people. they're actually in my phone as that, except goose is dead, amazing, so, oh, yeah. well, rest uh. in peace, goose, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mac, uh, um, I was, I was similar age, man, I remember being at like two parties in a row in like eighth grade where I was offered weed and was like, oh. I can't do that because it's illegal. And then I was like, I really want to do that. Because actually, you're one of the bigger stoners I know. Yeah, man. So like, my my, I'll tell my story real quick because yours is way more interesting. But I went from uh, I'm never gonna smoke weed to like I wanted to, but I was way too good of a kid to do it without my parents' permission. So I asked my parents at 14, "Can I smoke weed? Can I smoke weed?" And their answer was, "Let's talk to your therapist." So uh, okay, <laughs> me, my parents, and my therapist. So what did your therapist think? They were go all for approved. It? Yeah, yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah, so my parents up. literally gave me twenty dollars to buy a gram. They dropped me off at Sam Krivitz, uh, Krivitz, I can't, Krivitz open house party. Wait, wait, hold on. They drove you to your weed dealer. They drove me. No, they drove me to an, yes, but they drove me to an open house party with full knowledge that I was going to smoke weed there. There you go. That's what I'm. That's yeah, what oh, yeah, I was yeah it was great. Yeah. It was great. So they drove you totally. physically uh, to the shout weed out to dealer. Russell Diller who was there for my first bong hit and when he yelled at me to clear it and I did not know what the fuck he meant. Hashtag Dillard. Uh, and here's the problem. Mac, uh, my first weed experience could have been really good, but the problem was it was my first open house party in general. So I did a 22 second keg stand about four. I was about in. to say, uh, did they have like like really like cheap like shitty beer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I drank yeah. all of it, and I had never been drunk before. So like 20 minutes later, hashtag was, hydration. My, long story short, my 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 first weed experience ended with me at the end of that night, like covered in like blood and like bushes and like dirt and like. <laughs> crying all the time and walking up to every girl and going, hi, my name is Matt Cohen. Will you hook up with me? That didn't work out. And then I no, got... No, it didn't? No, no, no. I no. got I got in the back of a parked cop car and thought it was a cab and I asked them to take me to the diner. And the cops just turned around and went like, 
Can someone get this kid out of here, please? So, so from that day forward, it was you a, did the same thing over and over again. And, that, and therein lies the true pot smokers, guys. Most people would hear that story and be like, I would never do that again. I would again. never do that thing I was again. like, oh, I get it. I have to do it every day now until I get used to it. Uh, and it's been, a, it's been a love affair ever since, man. Yeah. Way also, to go. Way also, to go. Uh, uh, really so for the first year my parents were like don't smoke weed we're mad at you and they would like look in my eyes but no they drove you to your first dealer yep they did they didn't realize (laughs) it would get so bad so quick though uh (laughs) and the other thing they would do is they would follow like the trail of cheetos bags up to my room and be like you definitely got high last night and then about a year into it of like hiding being high and all that i was smoking weed in my bedroom one night and my dad walked in and he went are you smoking weed and i was like yeah i'm sorry and he went can i have a hit and my entire, it, it's like, how old were you? 14, 15. At, fi- at the age of 15. Too soon. At the age of 15, I got matrixed. <laughs> I got matrixed. And my parents revealed to me that they had always been the biggest potheads in of the course. world. Of course. Look, yeah, no, we're, we're, you know, my whole children family, of that generation. Exactly. So my, yeah, yeah. I, my whole family is a weed family. My little brother smokes weed. Both my parents smoke weed. All my aunts and uncles. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're the children of baby boomers. Totally, dude. Yeah. And my parents didn't even really drink. Like, my parents smoke, like, more weed than I do to this day. So I was fucking... It's my birthright, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's my weed thing. How did you? How was your? Well, I was I was yeah. going to guess the name of your parents. Is it George and Muriel? No, no, way more Jewish than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that? So how did you finally tried it with your brother, your older brother? Yeah, and then I smoked a lot of weed, like just like a lot. In a how long? How long of a span? Like. We're talking like fourteen to seventeen were your weed years. Uh, no, went into my twenties, like well into my twenties. Like, okay, yeah, so like, you were like a pothead for a while. Yes, almost a decade. Were you a wake and baker? Yes, me too, buddy. Yeah, Heck yeah. yeah are you kidding me? I didn't know we shared this in common. Yeah, see, I actually used to have a box that actually had like sealed, and I would break up all my weed beforehand, and then to pre-roll. The, oh yep. no, okay, yeah, and yeah. then boom, I could just pop those suckers out and like yeah, like yeah, and then just roll or put you, it in were my. Were you a joint guy? Uh, sure. What was your preferred smoking uh, method? Uh, honestly, it was joints, uh, and then there was bongs. Sure. Kind of stuff. I can also roll you a duchy if uh, you want. Well, I heard that story from Stu- from our, our good friend Stewie the other day recounted me with a uh, uh, a preschool blunt story uh, that we won't get into super specifics oh, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I learned that uh, old old Maggie was smoking blunts back in the yeah, day. Yeah, back, back when he sees. Sure. Yeah. We were all from... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't give Stu weed. That's the moral yeah. of the story. Moral of the story, don't give Stu weed. Uh, but you know what? Here's what I'll say. He didn't narc. So there yeah, you go. good for you, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, give Stu weed. Yeah, yeah Stewie. Champion Stu. Um, <laughs> were, were your parents cool with it? Because you were still living at home at uh, that They age, were potheads. Right? Yeah. They were potheads too. Yeah, yeah. Did you know yet? Yeah. You knew as a little kid that your parents smoked pot. Yeah. I mean, they almost didn't really, like, they didn't care one way they or another when it, it comes yeah. to, like, cigarettes. Okay, but smoking pot, like yeah, no, totally cool. And they used to smoke it around the house and stuff. Yes. Or, okay, yes. so your entire the, the family, house, the, yeah, my hair and my clothing <laughs> smelled like pot growing up. <laughs> Why did we you... lived in a one bedroom apartment? There's nine people in a one bedroom apartment. I'm going to get some weed smoke. Yes, yeah, some secondhand. Why did you eventually stop smoking? Well, here's the thing: is that actually I stopped for a little while, or just didn't have access to it for a little while. Okay, and then uh, I started smoking again. And it made me like quiet. Tolerance was different. Yes, exactly. My tolerance changed, and also my body chemistry changed. I was in well into my thirties, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like pot was not what it used to be. And so, like, I, I, I mean, listen, we do a podcast. 
I don't like being quiet. <laughs> so, Fair enough. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't so, have taken that hit. I know, um, I know. Actually, you know, hand me that bubbler. <laughs> Let me repack it for you there, man. Okay, there uh, you go. Here's the other thing, too, right? It, it's also... Uh, you know what's funny? We had an interesting question, conversation earlier, me and Stuart again, about like... I know, that's, that's, just, that's what you get for like living with Stu right Only now. when he's in town. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, we were like... You get, you get Stu stories. We were like, I wonder if Mac would talk about his pot use. And I was like, I don't think he would care. And also, it's fucking legal now. Yeah, you kidding me? Like, we are uh, literally in California where it's 100% legal. Look, the, and that's the, amazing. The only reason why I don't really do a lot of interviews and don't do like, or didn't do podcasts yeah. is because I'm an open book. I will We'll talk about fucking anything. <laughs> we have and to the, stop and you from doing And other that gets shows. me into trouble. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it's crazy though, dude. Think about this. Like, I, I, at least when I grew up, like, yeah, there was pot around and I knew a million pot dealers in my town. And we were both from New York and there was pot, but like, it's a different world out here. You could, there are fucking 20 pot stores in a two mile okay. radius. Okay, because you're a couple years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Did your pot guy, because you were also a Long Island guy, I was, I was a Long Manhattan Island guy. guy, yeah. Uh, did your pot dealers deliver? Uh, well, in Long Island, absolutely. Okay, but as, keep in mind, I, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's I a mean, legit question. Well, it started out with like high school pot dealer kids who went to school with me who would deal pot and stuff like that. I'd meet them in like the bathroom. But or, they'd have a backpack and they'd show up. Sure, but I also got to experience what exactly you're talking about. When I lived in Manhattan, I got my weed through a delivery service. Roots, chicken, sticky fingers. Who was your? Guy? It was Cookie Com- Cookie Company was the name of the service. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and you would you would you'd call a number and you'd leave them your number. And they'd call you back, and you'd be like, "Of course, it was all hey, beepers. I'm, yep, it was all beepers. Yeah, yeah. And then some dude, just like half baked, some dude would show up at your house with a backpack okay, full okay. of weed. Was it pretty much ragweed? No, like, no, 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 no. It was good stuff. It was too good. It, it was, was the chronic, the most expensive weed of all fucking time. <laughs> like potheads, if you're listening, so like the average. What's his number? What's what? I still have that. What what what, what, what trick or cookies number? <laughs> I'd say the average going rate for an ounce in LA at this at, at this current time is probably somewhere between two hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty dollars an ounce. Well, look, they they uh, you know you take out inflation, but when you take the legalization, well, there's that, and it's also where it's well, they're competing against like the legal stuff. Sure. Well, it's also, so I had dealers who would actually as soon as they legalize it, I had dealers who bring me like stuff from, from California. those shops. Yeah. yeah no, no, in I was in LA. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they you could tell they didn't even take the stickers off of the No, I mean, thing. so that happened very recently too in in January. So dealers were actually just dealing that when, stuff. When pot went legal in January, when it went fully legal, all of the dispensaries took a hit because they started taxing everyone and dealers came back all of a sudden for the first time in like oh, a really? decade because <laughs> they were like, we got cheaper weed and everyone was like i remember you i remember cheap weed i remember you i have to talk and hang out with you though uh, that's a bit of a bummer <laughs> yeah, yeah. um it's crazy man and like i think at this point we're at like somewhere around 30 percent of the states have gone green or something in this country maybe 25 no, no i mean not even i mean i think i think we're at like we, 10 we, we can, no like maybe maybe we can count on two two hands Stu says we are at eight states have gone green at this point. Well, that, yeah, but he's over there. He's over there, so it doesn't count. <laughs> but that shit ain't bad, man. Like, that gives a pothead hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, let me tell you a story. Please do. About my buddy Brett. Regale me. Yes. This is, like, the, the silliest, stupidest thing I ever did to my stone friend. So, uh, buddy Brett, he's, uh, he's about two years younger than all of us. And we're all sitting around. We're all drinking. And we're all smoking and everything. He f- just falls asleep. Like, just, like, chain on his chest, like, sitting down upright. So I go over to my clock. Uh, <laughs> I already know where the, you're going. This is before we had, yeah, like, you yeah, know, cell yeah. phones yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I, it's a digital clock, and I change it from, like, four to six. 
like you know, like so if like all of a sudden it's four four seventeen, now it's six seventeen. And then I walk over to him, I grab him by his shoulders, go, Bright, Bright, wake up! Wake up! Oh God! Like, Jesus, are you okay? And he's like, What what what? Oh, that's amazing. And I said, like, dude, you've been out for two hours. He's like, No, I haven't. And I'm like, No, seriously, look at the clock. That's I mean, just like and then all everybody I didn't tell anybody. Everyone else. jumped on it everybody immediately. Jumped on it. There was about good friends. Eight people in the room, like totally like, yeah, like sold it. And for the next like half an hour. He thought he was late for everything. He thought he missed everything. <laughs> like, like, just, like, <laughs> Dude, so what's funny is I have the real version of that story. It was actually the first time I ever ate edibles. Uh, me and a friend named Grant, uh, we made like, we didn't have Six Flags? Because that's what we do. <laughs> no, we, we made like a shit ton of brownies and just ate them all. Me and one other dude ate like a half ounce worth of brownies. I baked my own brownies before too. And boy, man, those KO me, man. Oh, so here's what happened, man. All I remember is uh, we ate the brownies. We were hanging out. And the next thing I know, it was at my friend's house, right? Someone was banging on the front door. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, my friend Grant wasn't in the room. And I was like, I didn't even place it because someone was banging on the door. And I run to the front door and it's my parents and Grant's parents. And they are crying. And they're like, oh, my God. I can't. You're alive. It's pre-cell phones. I can't believe we found you. You're alive. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? We've been gone for like two hours. I'm right here. They went, Matt, it's Saturday. So what happened is me and my friend Grant ate these brownies and must have immediately gone to sleep for like 18 hours each. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's Saturday. And everyone, me included, went, but wait, where's Grant? Look, we walked upstairs. He was in his dad's bed, like completely under the covers. <laughs> like had clearly been sleeping for like a day and a half. It's like a mold of yeah. a person in covers. We both ate brownies and within an hour slept for like 16 hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, like when I was a super stoner, it would be this thing where I'd wake up at six. I didn't know which six it was. It's like, did I sleep I've for two there, hours man. or did I sleep for 14 I've hours? I've been there. That's a really disorienting kind of horrible feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been there. You wake up and you're groggy, so that means either you slept two hours or 14. Yep. And you're like, which four is it? Yeah, especially during the winter when it, when the sun goes well, down, right? Well, well, that's what I'm saying. It's five like, could the, be the five. The six and six yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, that's when this is. Okay. And I remember actually one time watching the horizon <laughs> and seeing <laughs> if the sun is going out. up or down. <laughs> Uh, it's just trying to figure it out. I love I love being disoriented though because I'm a stoner. Um, yes. What What do you think the future of weed is, man? Like because now it's I think more weed. That's the future weed, man. <laughs> you think more weed more, is the future weed? More weed, bro. <laughs> I think we will get to a point in this country where it is as accessible as alcohol or tobacco, and it literally won't be a thing anymore, like it hadn't been until a yeah. hundred fucking years ago. You know, I've been saying that since I was like a teenager. So like, oh yeah, this is just gonna be legal, bro. Like and. This and look what happened. And they'll sell it on the corner stores like like Marlboros, man. Sure, that's look what everyone out. says. Wait till uh, Philip Morris I, gets their hands on I, I would like that as well. Uh, I don't mind what they're doing now where there's specialty shops yeah. that are just for that. Uh, I think it keeps the quality up and also it excludes people who are a little too young well, for it. Well, it's also this, kids. I was just going to say, right? Like the legal. I honestly, and this might be shocking, but I voted against the legalization of weed in California because... It was already basically fucking legal with the medical thing. And also, I don't need kids getting high for the first time ever and getting in a car. Let me get high and drive for you. I'm a professional. Yeah, professional I, stoner. I've been 20 fucking years at this point, man. <laughs> like, the only thing I'm an I'm out- a professional at going to these these medical shops. The only thing I'm an outlier on is, like, smoking weed and reading manga. So, like, let me fucking, let me be my, you know, I got my 10,000 hour badge. Let me be my best self, bro. Yeah, man. So, like, <laughs> so, yeah. 
hey kids, if you're out there and you haven't smoked weed, go for it. Go for it in a safe <laughs> environment. No, for real, not kids, not little children. Also, why are you listening to our podcast? Yeah, I know. Honestly, talk to your parents. If you're not a weed person and and you've thought about trying it, give it a try. Honestly, it's the greatest thing of all fucking time. It's the only way I can deal with reality. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, um, Mac likes it too. Stu's, un- right. Stu's undecided over there. Stu, thoughts on weed? Yes or no? Yeah. Or legalization? I just don't do it that much. Anymore. All right, all, all right. right, all right. You square? We'll take it. <laughs> uh, and and go spark one up, man. We also uh, shouldn't bring up that 420 is also the anniversary of Hitler's birthday in Columbine, which is just an unfortunate. You know what? Fist bump. Fist bump, bro. Yeah. Uh, go spark one up on this great day. Uh, no, seriously, guys. Happy 420. Fucking yeah. legalize it. Uh, uh, <clears throat> pass the duchy to the left hand side. And yep. tune in for the next episode of Bunny Ears, which we're going to record right away, which Mac's going to be stonering. I'm, yeah, it's hitting me now. Uh, <laughs> get ready for that, Warren. And All until right. next time, I'm Matt Cohen. I am uh, I am Pokemon Culkin. And there's my dog, Helmut. What do we tell him at the end of every show, Mac? Uh, Trying to suck too many dicks, and if you do, send pics. But smoke some weed while you're doing it, bro. Yeah. All right, pup up. Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. A Bunny Ears LLC production. You are freaking lumberjack! America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.